0: Welcome to the NutriBlends Animal Ag Podcast, where we tell the truth about American agriculture. On this podcast, false rumors are run out of town, misleading marketing gets called out for what it is, and you better have good science to back up your claims or you're getting a boot. You hear me? I'm John Ratzenberger, coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee. The advantages of pelleting swine and poultry feed are well documented. However, the costs associated with making highly digestible, durable, and low-dust pellets are a big challenge for feed mill operators worldwide. The increased demand for electricity, the cost of pellet mill maintenance, and the reduced throughput are all factors which increase the cost of pelleting feed. So, what can feed mill managers do to reduce the cost of pelleting or At least increased. I'm joined today by Dr. Geraldine Hergenrider. She completed her animal science undergraduate work at Colorado State University, her master's at University of Nebraska, and doctorate at Texas Tech University. Geraldine is currently a technical service manager at Kemen. She has spent most of her career consulting with key operations in beef, swine, and poultry industries. Welcome, Dr. Hergenrider. In the introduction, it was mentioned the advantages of pelleting are well documented. For our audience, Doctor, what are some of the advantages of pelleting feed?
1: Well, off the top of my head, I can really think of three key advantages. Increased digestibility, less feed waste, and starch gelatinization. I'm going to start by addressing starch gelatinization, and I'll come back to the other two. Starch gelatinization is the process of breaking down the carbohydrate bond so starch is easier to digest. When feed is easier to digest, the performance increases and fewer calories are wasted. Or that increased digestibility happens because we grind the feed into small particles, increasing feed flow issues. Finely ground feed tends to bridge in the feeders. However, after grinding, we compress the feed into a high quality pellet. We gain the advantage of small particle size, but avoid the feed flow issues. And finally, animals will waste less feed. John, just like children, and I won't lie, even myself sometimes, animals like to play with their food. (laughs) Research at Kansas State University has shown when we pellet swine feed, we see a 7% improvement in feed efficiency. This improvement can result in as much as 7 pounds less feed needed to produce 100 pounds of weight gain.
0: There are some significant advantages for pelleting livestock feed. Why don't livestock producers pellet all their feed?
1: Well, simply put, cost. Ah. Pelleting equipment is extremely expensive to buy and expensive to maintain. The process of pelleting reduces throughput at a feed mill, and with less feed, the fixed cost of owning a feed mill increases substantially. Finally, there's also a huge energy requirement for pelleting. Not only the energy required to run that expensive machine But we also need to boil water to make steam in order to make high-quality pellets.
0: Boiling water to make steam, like boiling water to make tea or hot chocolate?
1: Well, the same concept, except these feed mills make thousands of cubic feet of steam every day. We often talk about the balance of art and science. When it comes to pelleting feed, every feed mill operator who has studied pelleting knows the science of moisture, time, and pressure. To make the perfect pellet, we simply need to... Ensure high quality steam is injected into the feed with enough time for that moisture to break down that carbohydrate matrix before we press the feed through the pellet rolls and make that ideal pellet. The way you describe this process, it sounds complex. Well, feed mill operators are constantly monitoring their feed mill. This is where the art is needed. Wet grain moves through the pellet mill very differently than dry grain. Morning corn can vary in moisture content by 5% when compared to afternoon corn. Dry steam and wet steam perform very differently as well, and the best feed mill operators know when to use different quality steam. I know it sounds extremely strange, but after working in a feed mill for a few weeks, you tell by the sound of the mill if everything is working as designed. You spoke of
0: moisture content being important. How does moisture impact the pelleting process?
1: Moisture serves as two key purposes when making pelleted feet. The first reason we need moisture is to incorporate that heat in the form of steam into the pellet. Part of what makes a strong durable pellet is the cross linking reaction called that starch gelatinization. The heat from the steam is essentially cooking the starch, allowing it to melt together to make a stronger pellet. The second reason we need moisture is it helps reduce the energy usage during the pelleting process. It also ensures that the production runs more smoothly by lowering the risk of blockages. This is important for preventing nutrient losses as a result of excessive heat production. And research has shown that the amount of steam we can add to feed is limited to about 2 or 3%. Also, adding water into the mixer is not a solution either, as the mash feed poorly absorbs water. Technological solutions exist.
0: Don't all feed mills run at the same moisture level?
1: Absolutely not. This is where the art of the process is so important. Good feed mill operators are constantly monitoring and modifying the moisture settings. As I mentioned earlier, during the day, the humidity of the grain can vary as much, of, as much as by 4 to 5%. If the operator maintained the same moisture setting at 8 a.m. as they used at 2 p.m. in the afternoon, the pellets in the morning might be perfect, but those afternoon pellets would crumble and fall apart.
0: Does a higher moisture pellet dilute the nutrient value of the feed?
1: That's a great question, John, and it's one we get all the time. When making pellets, moisture, or more correctly, steam, is your best friend. Adding moisture in the form of steam, starch gelatinization begins to occur. Think of it like making cookies. Soft, chewy cookies are a crowd favorite, where hard, dry cookies have everyone searching for a tall glass of milk for dunking. Hard cookies are like chewing a hockey puck. Add moisture in the pelleting is necessary to help increase that digestibility of the starch.
0: So where do you go to school to learn about feed milling?
1: Well, most feed mill operators learn on the job. Many employees start right out of high school and stay in the job for 20, 30, and some even 40 years. There are also colleges where you can learn about feed, flour, and grain milling without meaning to leave anyone out. The programs at Iowa State, Kansas State, and North Carolina State University are among the best.
0: Now, with the cost of pelleting such a large part of the cost of operating a feed mill, what can feed mill operators do to reduce those costs?
1: There are several things feed mill operators can do to help reduce the cost. I can think of three off the top of my head. First, routine maintenance of equipment, scale on broilers can significantly reduce efficiency and increase gas and electric costs. Second, reduce energy costs. Make sure your steam is well-maintained, insulate those steam lines, fix malfunctioning steam traps, and invest in energy-efficient motors and work with your utility company to find ways of reducing costs. And that third one is to increase throughput by using surfactants. What's a surfactant? It is essentially a moisturizer for the pellets or corn.
0: So how can we increase throughput without increasing energy consumption?
1: This has been an area of intensive interest by Kimmen. Kimmen has developed a range of surfactants, which can help increase throughput in pellet mill without increasing energy consumption. The surfactants work to reduce the surface tension of water. This helps water penetrate the pellet, allowing more uniform heating and better starch gelatinization. At the same time, the reduced surface tension allows the pellet to slide through that pellet dye easier, allowing for more feed production with the same or less energy.
0: And you say Kemen has a full line of these types of products?
1: Yes. Kemen is a worldwide company. We have developed surfactant products uniquely designed for the local feed and market conditions by tailoring our solutions to meet our customer needs Kemin does not bring cookie-cutter products, we bring science-tested solutions. Products like Millsaver Liquid and Millsaver Liquid Concentrate can help improve pellet quality, which helping to increase throughput, a win-win for everyone. You can learn more at kemin.com forward slash feed quality. That's K-E-M-I-N dot com forward slash feed quality.
0: Pelleting feed has shown improved poultry and pig performance through the years. The cost of pelleting has played an important part in the decision whether to pellet feeds or not. Now, with advances in technology, feed mills can do so more efficiently. I want to thank Dr. Hergenrader from Chemin Industries and encourage our listeners to tune in next week to see what's on tap in animal agriculture.